uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Emerging technology trends get a lot of hype in the industry. Artificial intelligence, machine learning, the internet of things and big data all get a lot of press. But as a business, do you know how to use these technologies or if your business will benefit from them? at all. Log me in, specialize in taking the complexity out of communication and collaboration and understand the challenges that businesses face when evaluating the next big technology trend. Today I am joined by Mark Strassman who is LogMeIn's Senior Vice President and General Manager of their Communications and Collaboration Business Unit. I wanted to talk to Mark about how businesses tackle the challenge of understanding emerging tech and how LogMeIn have tried to avoid these issues with its go-to unified communications and collaboration platform. I started by asking Mark how important new tech trends were to the businesses that he deals with generally. Have a listen. Vendors and people in the industry love to talk about the use of AI and ML and all sorts of other technologies. At the end of the day, our customers and people buying the software, whether it's end users wanting to communicate with each other or IT buying for their industry, don't want to buy the buzzwords. They, they, want those, uh, they want solutions that just work. They want employees want to be able to reach out and meet with anyone wherever and whenever they want to. IT wants to give a solution to their end users that, that just works, where people can meet on the desktop, in rooms, on mobile, on web, wherever they might be. And we as vendors, you know, our job is to use the technologies that allow that. And I can talk a lot about AI and machine learning and, and what we're doing to allow that. But at the end of the day, the end users want solutions that work and the technologies that drive them is up to us and frankly should be under the covers, but ends up being the thing that vendors talk about more than their solutions just working because of those technologies. That's a really good point, isn't it? Effectively, an end user organization is only really going to care about the application of that technology if it makes a difference on the front end. It doesn't matter if something's got artificial intelligence or machine learning algorithms within it effectively it just needs to make a difference to their users who who are who are adopting the software exactly so so some examples of where we're using artificial intelligence and machine learning technology to make connections between people just work before a meeting you can use voice commands on iOS or the desktop to start your meeting you can say start my meeting or start recording the meeting or turn on my video that's using a voice recognition, it's using AI. You can, during a meeting, hear if there are background noises, and actually we can automatically remove those background noises. We can use machine learning to see if someone has a bad internet connection and automatically turn off their video or move to a lower bandwidth audio connection so the audio just keeps working and they've got a great connection. That's AI and machine learning, but we don't advertise that as AR machine learning. We just advertise it as a meeting just working. After the meeting, we can use AI technology to transcribe the meeting and see where people are excited and tell you what highlights of the meeting are and listen for action items and even give you closed captions of the meeting and assign those to different people. Again, using all of these technologies and all these buzzwords, but at the end of the day, it's just making people's connections more productive. With, with the go-to proposition that, that you guys have got, I know you've seen a big rise in the uptake of UCC, Unified Communications and, and Collaboration Solutions. Do you think that's because the, of the reason you were just talking about, the fact that you can integrate all of these emerging technologies, but you can integrate them in a way where the end user doesn't have to deal with any of the complexities from that? You've effectively just made a system more simple using these in the background. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. 
And again, I think it goes to end users and what end users are doing. We as vendors talk about unified communications and bringing together different technologies, which is great. But the way people work has fundamentally changed. Instead of just meeting over audio, a lot of people want to meet over video as they've grown up with technologies like FaceTime and Hangouts. Instead of everyone being in the same office together, the modern workplace due to offshoring and outsourcing and work from home and remote work, people are working from everywhere. Instead of uh, just using one mode and, and meeting in one place, sometimes people are on their tablets, sometimes they're just available via phone, sometimes they've got video. So the workforce has dramatically changed in many ways. So instead of choosing a tool specifically for wherever you are, users are saying, hey, I want to use the same tool wherever I am. I don't want to have to use five different technologies to figure out how and where to meet with a different coworker based on where they're located. And we certainly see this. We actually just did a bunch of research showing about kind of distraction in the workplace. We'd surveyed over 2,000 office employees around the world and found out that over half, 54% have at least five workplace tools open and running at the same time. 57% said they've sent emails to the wrong people or they've accidentally chatted with someone talking badly about them because they're going between all these different applications that look different, that feel different. So a lot of what we're trying to do is just simplify the experience. We want to meet people where they are with a unified interface so that people don't have to switch between different tools and interfaces and experience and ultimately, you know, be unproductive and send the wrong things to wrong people. That's the key issue, isn't it? Because some people might think, oh, you know, why is that an issue for business? Fair enough if a user's got five different applications, you know, they've got the functionality that they can. But the, but the key point is that that lack of productivity or if you're effectively moving, jumping between various applications, and I think five is probably, you know, the lower estimate of the amount of the I jump between. It just leads to an inefficient pr process. And that, and another buzz we've heard a lot is that sort of consolidated workflow. And I suppose if, if something with along the lines of GoTo can consolidate those various different applications into one familiar UI that the user can get all of those functionalities from, but that's in one place that they can use across devices, that really does, in the long run, that's saving the business a lot of time from a user not having to switch around and lose all that inefficiency. That's exactly right. And we think about it in terms of kind of two sets of users, certainly the end user, you know, as, as you and I are talking about having five, six, however many applications open in your desktop. And how many times have you thought you've been in one application, you type a message to someone and the focus was somewhere else and you send it and you said, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. So you want to have a user experience, an end user experience where users are in an application just meeting with people, meeting with people in a way that uses AI and ML to anticipate their needs and just meet and make effective without having to jump between different apps. So that end user experience and, and having that just seamless and familiar and unified, really important. But we also think about IT, IT who is generally buying this for all the end users. And if you think it's, it's trouble prone for an end user to have five applications open, for IT to manage five different applications, plus all the consumer applications that, that end users are bringing into a workplace is really difficult. So IT is looking for a single, single application that end users love, so they're not jumping out to third-party apps, and then they can manage in a single plate of glass between whether people are texting or SMSing or video or audio or telephony. Managing all of that in one place can save them a lot of time and headache and can also save them a lot of money. So you mentioned all the go-to tools. You know, I've been at, at LogMeIn just over half a year now, and frankly, that's why I came here. I, I looked at LogMeIn from outside the company, 
and LogMeIn has all of these leading tools for all these uh, specific modes of communication, webinars, video meetings, telephony, messaging, and more. And we're industry leading in all of these individually. But what really excited to me was LogMeIn was doing was bringing all of these together into a single unified application. And that's really what unified communications is, is bringing it together into a single application. So several months ago, we launched an application called GoToConnect, which brings together the video and web conferencing from GoToMeeting, the telephony from Jive, and more into a single application. So you're not jumping between one different set of interfaces for video, one different set of interfaces for texting, another set of interfaces for telephony. You've just got your single list of users, and you can interact with them in many different ways. And that's really what Unified is to us. From the management side of things, that, that's incredibly important, isn't it? If you, can, if you can unify all of these communication methods in, in one application, it massively minimizes, and you talked about that research which, which you've done, which I've seen, it massively minimizes that option for, for workplace distractions. And I just wanted to pick your brain. Do, do you think the fact that we're seeing in the consumer world the, the use of so many different applications and the, the effect, the constant distraction of a notification from each application, is that what's leading, is that why this is sort of being ramified into the workplace? Because users are so used to having this in their consumer lives, when they get into the workplace and there's so many applications, you're so easily distracted by multiple different stim. I know I am. If, so, yeah. if something goes off somewhere, I, you, you know, I jump on it. It's not necessarily the right thing to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it, it's ironic. As you're saying this, I'm seeing my messaging application messages come up on the screen. So uh, I'm, I'm quieting those right now. But I think that's right. Users, the bar is raised for users. Users can choose whatever app they want for any uh, use they want. And if the applications that a IT or a workplace is providing aren't effective for them, they're going to pick and download any app as they can easily go to the app store and do it. So it's really raised the game for IT and for vendors like us that, that serve companies. We need to have communications applications that are easier, that are more attractive than the competing consumer apps. Because if IT is, is providing tools that don't work to their end users, they will pick up and use whatever they want. So we're really focusing on providing a superior experience to communicate with employees, with vendors, with customers, all in a single place, in a single application with a single set of user interface that users just love that looks and acts familiar. And at the same time, they probably will have all their consumer apps running in the background for their consumer communications. But it's about bringing all those business communications to one place that is unified, that is simple to manage, and that is secure. The security, and, and in terms of avoiding the, the, the wealth of dangers that come with shadow IT in terms of people bringing applications into the workplace and using them for for workplace data that they probably shouldn't be done, that good UCC solution is a real combatant to that. But, but I wanted to understand from you, when you, when you talk to customers and you explain along the lines of the discussion we're having, and, and, and they must appreciate that, that unifying something, and if it gets true adoption from users, is going to be really effective. How difficult is it to sort of quantify the benefit for the customer in terms of sort of productivity gains and that sort of area? It must be a relatively difficult thing to do, I'd have thought. It, it is and it isn't. So it certainly is easy to prove the, the ROI, the return of investment to IT. You know, typically we are working with a company and they're using us for one or two of their modes of communication. And they start looking across the rest and realizing what they can consolidate. And they look at what they're paying to legacy providers for a web conferencing tool, for an audio conferencing tool, for a messaging tool, 
for an events and webinar tool. Once you start putting all those together uh, and realizing companies realize how much they're spending across multiple vendors, there is a clear ROI for IT and for a company to consolidate on a single tool because they will be paying a lot less. They'll be paying less upfront, they'll be paying less for you know, audio minutes over time, and there's clear ROI just on that, so, so that's one. It's certainly reasonably easy to quantify the management and deployment of a single tool versus multiple tools. And then for the end user, in terms of looking at their productivity, we can see if they're in single, if they're in single tools, that they can get into meetings more quickly, that their meetings actually end faster, that if they take transcripts of meetings, they're spending less time searching and hunting for information and having the meetings over and over again. So, you know, there's very pragmatic, practical productivity gains in terms of uh, what people are spending on the tool and managing them. And then some softer uh, results in terms of how people can connect more quickly, more collaboratively, in a more focused way. I suppose there's lots of potentially unintended consequences and, and stuff that, and, and you talk about the stuff that's potentially more difficult to measure. I suppose from a user perspective, I'm sure you're, you're the same as me. What, it just reduces a massive amount of, of, of stress only if you're only having to deal with one application within a business and you know that that's the only way you're going to be communicated, whether it's through any of these different channels, but, it, but at least it's in that one. That's, it's very hard to, to measure the benefit of that employee <laughs> satisfaction, for example. It, it is, but we, we've all been in the situation where you're trying to remember the conversation you had with an individual and was it email, was it Slack, was it video, looking across different tools, being able to find that, to have a record of it, to have it not just be sort of a uh, ephemeral interaction, but something that is really turned as kind of an interaction to knowledge is super valuable. And by having everything in one platform, you can do that. At the same time though, I really want to uh, stress that just unifying for the end user isn't enough. It has to be a delightful, productive consumer experience. Users are used to picking up, you know, using their, their phone to make a FaceTime call because it's easy, because it just works. And that is, has to be a huge focus of unified communication. It's not just a matter of pulling together disparate tools from different vendors. And, you know, some, some people in the industry are doing that. They're bundling together a phone tool and a third-party video tool. And that's, uh, that contributes to the problem, bringing it into a simple delightful, unified user interface that users actually want to use so they're not hopping out to consumer tools is as important as unifying. The, the adoption piece is key, isn't it? You can have the most fantastic application with all of the functions, but if none of the users within, in a, within an organization like using it, then there, there's absolutely no point in, in, in having it in place in the first place. That's exactly right. I, I wanted to ask you finally, Mark, in terms of where we're going in the future, so we, we were talking about GoTo, which sort of consolidates the, the different areas that we're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. video, voice, chat, all of, the, all of those different areas. We're effectively going forward, we're not going to add additional capabilities, are we, in terms of communication? What, what, what does the future development hold for sort of the requirements for, for users and businesses? And, and how easy is it to, to adjust and keep up and keep adding those additional potential solutions as and when they're required? No, I think that's a great question. And, and even the term unified communications and what it means has changed over time, right? When, when unified communications first came out, it was telephony and adding messaging. And then over the past years, video has been added on, uh, work stream collaboration. So more and more things are really becoming part of unified communications. An area that we're certainly seeing from customers uh, are a couple. One is, at first, unified communication was really about communicating inside a workforce. 
so that companies would choose a, a, a communication tool for employees to communicate with each other. But then if you want to reach out to customers or to prospects, you'd actually choose another tool often so that customers wouldn't need to download or federate or have a special app or special user interface. So tools to communicate with customers is, is certainly a big one that has kind of moved into unified communication. So now we're seeing at a lot of the, the shows you and I attend, along with the unified communication tools, you're seeing contact center tools, tools to manage customers calling into an organization. How long have they waited in a queue and how quickly are we servicing them? So those contact center features and functionality are becoming part of unified communications. It's just how you uh, communicate with your customers and employees. So we have these contact center tools inside our GoToConnect product. I would also say some um, things that, you know, going back to some of the buzzwords such as AI, ML, uh, more and more of these categories are working their way into, into unified communications as well. So you look at things like, like chatbots, how you're communicating with your customers and how your salespeople are communicating with customers are becoming more and more part of this space as well. So to that effect, we're actually starting to integrate some of the tools we also have at LogMeIn such as Bold 360. I think things such as identity, how you're actually logging in to your application and who you're talking to and, and having logs of that conversation are also coming part of the solution. And again, we're integrating things like LastPass. So our customers are really leading us there where they don't want to choose a single tool for a single type of communication, but they really want to communicate with everyone in a secure way wherever they are. And that leads us to contact centers, to uh, customer experience solutions. So I really see unified communication as meaning more than just how I communicate inside my workforce. The customers rely on brands like LogMeIn and, and products like GoTo. Because effectively, it sounds quite complicated, doesn't it? You know, to, to align all those different areas of communication as, and as you mentioned, you know, security, customer experience. But, but effectively, a customer relies on you to think about all of that in the, in the background and then present it as a, as a simple application for a user. I think that's absolutely right. Starting out, you asked about all these different technologies. And I think that's the way that companies have been traditionally thought about how they communicate. We need a messaging tool if we want to communicate over messaging. We need a webinar tool if we want to communicate externally to a bunch of customers. <laughs> we need a internal PBX tool to call each other on telephony. We need and so forth. And that is just kind of the, the way of thinking that, that dominated what they were asking for from their vendors. As these are all coming together, I think the light is really turning on in the industry that we do not need different technologies for all these different ways of communicating. We need to meet people where they are, whatever device they're on, whether they're calling internally or externally, whether it's audio, whether it's video. A single platform can do that, and customers didn't even know that was possible before. So it is really a great opportunity to also provide a single platform uh, to let IT save money by bringing all these things together and to let end users be much more productive by being in a single platform where they're not losing information, where they're not using insecure platforms, so they're not sending the wrong information to the wrong people. So it really is a, an industry that's moving fast towards solutions and really away from technologies. Oh, well, Mark, it's been fascinating chatting to you. And I know both you and I are very keen to see how the industry develops. But for the meantime, though, thank you so much uh, for joining me in the podcast. Patrick, wonderful to see you as always. And great to see you actually at home uh, versus at all these different events that I see you both in person and over video. So, so enjoy your short time at home. 
It's always great chatting to Mark, so a big thanks to him and to LogMeIn for joining me for this episode. If you want to know more about LogMeIn and what it is doing in the industry with its UCC platform go to, then head to our website at uct.com and there are loads of videos, articles and reviews there where you can examine all the aspects of the platform. That's pretty much it for today's episode though. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please recommend the podcast to a friend, subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and leave a nice review if you have time. As always though, thanks for listening.